Welcome back to another episode of the Momentum Shift Podcast. It has been a while, but we're about to start up again. In this episode, uh, it's, I'm Ayush and my co-host Ashant is here. And without further ado, let's get into our first order of business, which is our NBA Pick'em series. So as I said, it has been a while. And um, the last Pick'em we did was on the 26th of February. Only three games were, uh, we only, only had different uh, predictions on three games. Jazz Heat were the Heat won, so I got this game. Uh, Hornets Warriors were the Warriors won, so I got this game. And Suns Bulls were the Suns won, where I also got this game. So 3-0, clean sweep. I win this day. Let's quickly change that to four. And let's get into our next game. So what do you have? Um, I got the Sixers. I think the Sixers is a better team even without Embiid. So. Okay. Pistons Grizzlies. Um, I got the Grizzlies because okay. I don't really see anything with the Grizzlies. Wait, hold on. Let me just see who's it. okay. Yeah. Okay, and then Nets Hornets. You both got the Nets on, on night and presenter. Yeah, Lamella's not even there. There's like even no. if he was there, it's not like it would have made a difference. Yeah, probably. Pelicans versus Magic. I'm gonna go with the Pelicans. They just Same. seem like a better team with all that, especially after the Magic's uh, trade deadline moves. Heat versus Warriors. I'm actually going to go with the Heat. Same. Know, just feeling that they're going to win. I think they're a better team. Like, the Warriors have three, but their whole team just isn't as balanced, I guess. I'm going to have to go with the Spurs against the Hawks. Maybe it's a bit of a bias uh, for the favorite team, but, yeah, I just have to go with the Spurs. Uh, I'm going to take the Spurs as well because John Collins is out. Okay, Clippers versus Nuggets. I'm going to go with the Clippers. I'm also going to take the Clippers. Okay, so tomorrow's game is only one thing that I'll decide. That's Pistons versus Grizzlies. So let's move into our next section. We're going to uh, be doing a quiz, this uh, playoff quiz thing today. So do you want to start? Uh, sure. All right, so... Raptors won Lakers. That's a lot. And then if I put James, I should get. Okay, that's, that's wonderful. Put Warriors. Just put it on the major franchises. Okay, let's. How many uh, years is split on? Put Bulls. Still 1980. So, and then Jordan. Yeah, we already have 74. This is a good start. Okay, so we've sort of gone through all the main things. 2016 was the Cavs. 2013 was the Heat. 11 was the Mavericks. Uh, 2004 was the Pistons. 95-94 was the Rockets. Hakeem. Not a large one. Nice. Okay. Put Kobe in. Okay, Detroit Pistons. Who was that guy who they had? Thomas. But Chauncey. Uh, Actually, I don't know if Chauncey was the other day. It wasn't. Uh, I think I'll have to put Billups as well. Yeah. Um. Well, who was their other guy in the backcourt? Joe Dubois. If he won the finals MVP. Lakers. Let's go with Johnson again. Bird. Um, who won the title in nineteen eighty-three? Um, 1983 was the 76ers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who was their final? 
their finals MVP was Malone. I think Carl Malone. Yeah, we also got Carl Malone. I think so. We've got all the champions. But Durant. But Durant. Durant. Leonard. Uh, 2015 right. was Iguodala. Yeah, that's a good fella. Um, no, no whiskey. whiskey. I don't know how to spell this. I got it. Garnett. That's Pierce. Uh, Pierce, yeah. Spurs Parker, was... Wade. Yeah. O'Neal. Neal. No, A-L. No, E-A-L. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Lakers. Um, oh, that's gonna be a nightmare. Okay, I got it. Uh, nice I think. Yeah, it was really. What, what was the other guy on the Celtics? Mikhail. Harris. In the 1981 Celtics, who who who's on? Did who did that? Was that Moses Malone? I don't remember. 1981 Celtics, champion oh, oh. Celtics. I can't remember. Let me think about it. Let's come back to it. Maybe it's Cedric Maxwell. Try Maxwell. Oh, good job. Okay, so we've got this, this, and then uh, Curry would be there. Not Curry. Was it Thompson? Okay. Um, 2000, and then... 2001. Was it Allen Iverson? Who? Who? Iverson. Okay. Oh yeah, he wasn't the. In 1999, who was it? It wasn't Robinson. It can't have been Duncan. I think it was someone else. Who was who did good in the playoffs? Sprewell, maybe. Actually, I don't know. That can't be him. No, I doubt that. Okay, let's move on. We'll come back to this rebounds leader. That's gonna be someone tough. Algasol. Oh, Draymond Green. For sure. Yeah. Nice. 2017. That was maybe Kevin. I'm center of love. Yeah. Assist leader Irving? No way. 2016. 2016. So it should have been someone on the Cavs or the Warriors. I already said Iguodala. Who was in the conference finals? Who was in the conference finals? No, that wasn't Chris Paul. Um. I, I think no, no, oh, it, it was a Thunder. Thunder. Could be Westbrook. Yeah, it was. That was a year in the Thunderbrook. Yeah, Thunder was super good. Uh, 2014 rebounds leader, Chris Bosch? No. Ibaka? I have no idea. No. Who made it in 2014? Who was the, like who the Spurs? Or something? No. 2014 was Spurs over here. Yeah, I got maybe. No, yeah, that would have been a great guess, though. Um, maybe like a heat center, like what was that guy's name? Anderson? No. Let's come back to it. Hendrick Perkins? No. no. Oh, for sure, put Rondo in for assist. Yeah, nice. Okay. In 2011, assist leader. Who's in the finals? Mavericks. Jason Terry. No, it can't be him. Okay, oh, it's Kid, right? Kid was in the Mavericks, right? Yeah, Jason Kid was there. Um, 2009. James? No, I already did that. 
2009. Who led the thing in Viva? Orlando Howard. Good one. Okay. Oh, it's right 2014 as well. Nice. Um, was he in the know? Rockets that time? Yeah. Yeah, 2000. The Rockets got in the first round or the second round. So, first round, actually. So. Wow, he must have gotten so many rebounds. No, no, no. The the Warriors made the I mean, the Rockets made the con. No, they didn't. Yeah, they got on the first round. Yeah. That was in 2015. You're right, actually. That's crazy. Oh, that insane series. Then. Okay. How's it Boris Ben Wallace? Okay, yeah. Um, rebound leader in 2001. There have been like. Uh, after you 76 years. There's only 76 years. Machamba. Oh, I think it's T O M. M U T, O M. No, no, you, no, you. Yeah. Nice. Sis, who's two thousand six? Two thousand six and five. We have to go through that. Like, I need Rondo. So. Wait, who was on the Mavericks in two thousand six? No, doesn't sense. I don't know. I can just around a bunch of those. Oh, you know what I mean? Scotty Pippen. 93. 93 is Charles Barkley. Probably. Uh, Barkley. Oh, yeah, Charles Barkley. Good, great answer. Oh, only in one. Okay. Who is the 1999 points leader? 99 points leader? Um, Who did the Spurs beat that year? Maybe it was one of them. Are you sure it's not Latros Vivo? No, I tried that. Um, okay, we got the 90s and assists. Who would have led those both teams in assists? Like, oh, um, John Stockton made the playoffs like 20 times. Yeah, it had to be him. 2000? Who led the who in 2000? Was it like Fisher? No. I, I don't know. It was on the Lakers. Who else? Like Gary Payton? I already put him. Um, we're running out of options now. Like I can't even think of nineteen eighty two. Who led them in assists? The only wait, wait. Is this for rebounds? Nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, we have to do nineteen eighty eight rebounds. I'm, I'm kind of. Sick. Oh, uh, ninety-two is Horace Grant, I think. Nice, and I got Lambier. Okay, so we we've basically got all of the rebounds except for these two down here. Wait, what about assists? It was in nineteen ninety-five, ninety or eighty-two. Maybe like Kenny Smith or something like that. Or wait, who made the finals in ninety-five? Magic, Finals. right? Oh Kenny no, Hardaway? Magic versus. Oh, Hardaway, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay, 2005 and 2006. We should be able to get that. I, I don't think. I feel like it's going to be such a, like, a big name we just forgot about. It was good. That's who, it. who made them in two, who made the final 2005 and 2006? So one time was Parker. Where did he put Parker? No, it wasn't Parker. Oh, yeah, it was Parker, yeah. Who played the Heat? The Mavericks did. And the Spurs played the Pistons, right? Where did he put Fisher? Who was the point guard on those Heat teams? I already put Paul. Was it like any other good point guards in? 
Okay, uh, let's move on. Uh, rebounds in ninety-two and eighty. Oh, try, try, try Maurice Cheeks for assist. Cheeks. Nice. Nice. Oh, I don't think we're gonna get two hundred though. All right. Let's see. Let's check it out. Oh, West Brewer. Oh, I spelled his name wrong. Okay, we should have had that. Steve Nash. Oh, I forgot about him. That was so obvious. I don't think we would have had Mark Jackson, though. No, I, Steve Nash didn't make the finals. That was like, I forgot like the conference finals would have still gotten you a lot of this. Yeah, but he so. still, yeah, he still would have gotten that. Considering Dwight Howard, I think, got out in the first round and still got up there. That's interesting. Wait, what percent? Do we get 98%? Um, I, I let's see, ninety-seven. Oh, I still have it in the average score at least. I think okay. we did pretty good though. Like, like I think Spreewa, we can give ourselves some credit for because I think you said that. I just didn't hear it. Yeah. Caldwell Jones, we wouldn't have gotten that. I wouldn't have got Paul that. Jackson, yeah. We wouldn't have gotten that. I think Steve Nash, we may. Who did Mark Jackson play for at that time? The Warriors. Oh. I don't know. We'll check it out. All right. Um, do you want to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Okay, so do you want to talk about the uh, the Nets and their recent acquisitions? Yeah, so um, the Nets just picked up uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, and I thought that was a pretty great pickup because to me, like. His experience can help. Like, even if he's not the same player he used to be, like, just the experience he brings to the roster that's already really talented is great. But at the same time, I feel like they have to um, they have to know, like, their place, I guess, on the team, and they have to understand that um, Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie are kind of the main guys, I guess. What do you think about it? I think... They're just getting more and more depth as time goes on, but they like I don't think if they need scoring as much because they've got three probably three of the best scorers on there are. So is like at what at what point do you not you not need scoring? You need to address other needs like defense. Yeah, I mean, um, they already have like Jeff Green, DeAndre Jordan. They picked up Blake Griffin. They have a Nicholas Claxton. Like, I, I feel like also like at some point there's gonna be like so much depth that people won't be getting playing time anymore. And like, obviously Nicholas Claxton isn't as good as aren't great defenders. Like, like yeah, and, like even DeAndre Jordan. Like he's not the same defender he used to be. And I feel like they should have addressed their defense more than just becoming more talented because it it can help them, but it's not really gonna help them that much because. They're just picking up like big names at this point to try to make a voice rather than necessarily go for get, get what they need to get. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't understand who they could have gotten because anyone else who can play defense and then also, and yeah, anyone who can play defense and also isn't a liability on offense or does has one fatal flaw to their game, they're worth a lot. So, I don't like. I don't know who they would get. Like 
take someone like Clint Capella, for example, he'd still be worth quite a bit. Or even Clint Capella's a bad example because he's still a pretty good player. Even if you take someone who's just like an above average defender and then average at everything else. First of all, I don't no, know if I don't know whether they... playoffs. Second, he would take too much to get. I, I think they should have kept um Jared Allen. Like I feel like that was a big mistake because like obviously they needed him to pick up James Harden, but if they were able to trade somebody else, like Jared Allen would have been the perfect fit with this team because he does what he needs to do in offense. He's a really good defender, he's a good rebounder. Like you know he knows his place. Like, you know what I mean? He's he's like the perfect player to put around a big three because he's able to play the defense that they need him to play. And he's also really young, so he he could still improve, and they kind of just traded him away to the Cavs. Uh, so what do you think about the Lakers getting Andre Drummond? Um, I I think it's a pretty good pickup. Although, um, at the same time, uh, they already have Marcus Gasol in. Montres Harrell. So I don't know how the minutes are going to be split. Maybe Marcus Gasol plays power forward or Montres Harrell plays power forward. But especially with Anthony Davis being out, it it's going to help them a little bit with their um, rebounding. And he's just a good player, I guess, in general. Getting playing a little bit of defense as well. And um, I think it's also good that they picked him up because they like took him away from other contenders that might have wanted him. So. Like, even though he might not make that big of an impact on the team, at least they're taking him away from another team that would have wanted him, like the Clippers or the um, Celtics or another team like that. What do you think about the Andre Drummond? Can you repeat that, please? What'd you say? Can you repeat that, please? Oh, no, I was just saying that, um, like, it was a good thing that they picked him up also because, like, they took away from other contenders that might have wanted him, like the Clippers, because they're like in contention for Andre Drummond. And if they picked up Andre Drummond, it would have hurt the Lakers. So even though they have multiple centers, he's going to make a good impact on their team because they're taking him away from another um, solid team. I mean, that's a good point, especially if he was going to go somewhere like the. Uh the Clippers are another rival of theirs. Plus, I think like someone like Marc Gasol truly isn't able to play that much. So him and Montrez Harrell will be a good backup. I mean, also, I'm sort of starting to see why Montrez Harrell wasn't worth all that much in the open in the open market because like I was thinking six million, that's such a steal, but then it's uh, it's uh, six million is a steal or whatever they got him for especially considering how good he was last year. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sort of starting to see it. He wasn't that good. I mean, for me, like, I feel like he's still worth more than six mil. But at the same time, um, his his defense isn't, like, that great. And he's actually kind of undersized. He's, like, six foot seven or six foot eight, which is extremely short. Like, and he's not Draymond Green. Like Draymond Green's one of the only people that can play good defense at the six foot eight type height against seven footers because he he's a lot smarter than other like people I guess on defense. So he he knows like where to be at when the ball is coming and things like that. And I don't think Montrezl Harrell like 
has that type of defensive IQ to um, be that good at defense at that level. And also, like, his offense is kind of based on other people feeding him the ball. It's not like he can't really create a shot for himself that much. So, like, that's assuming that Andre Drummond is like a playmaker himself. He's not. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, the biggest thing is, I feel, I feel it's going to be an improvement and it's going to be more of an improvement now because uh, they, they, need, they need as much weapons and firepower as they can get because um, um, they don't have Aaron Davis and LeBron and I don't know how, how long they're going to be out. So you want to be able to win as many games as possible. So if, even if he wins you an extra game, uh, only an extra game in this three, four week stretch, that could be enough between being like a six seed or a 10 seed or something, which obviously is a huge deal in the NBA right now with the playing games and all that. So um, we'll have to check that stuff out if that happens. Yeah, I think the, the Jazz are also going to hope that the Lakers slide into a second or third seed because imagine if the Lakers are like a fourth or fifth seed and then LeBron and AD come back and then the Jazz will play LeBron and AD in the second round. That'd be like you would want to be the opposite of what the Lakers would be. So if the Lakers are a first or fourth seed, you don't want to be second or third seed because you don't want to face them into the conference finals. You know what I mean? Do you think this would have put them over the top if they weren't, if you thought someone else was going to be, uh, if you think someone else is going to win the uh, the Western Conference or even the title, do you think this put the Lakers over the top or do you think the Lakers are already in that position and this just strengthens their case? I mean, yeah, honestly, like, if LeBron, if LeBron and Anthony Davis are healthy, like, even if the roster was, like, worse, it's, like, it's LeBron at the end of the day and, um, I feel like he can be any team, like even even if he didn't have like Dennis Schroeder. I mean, obviously he needs to have like a solid enough roster to go up against the other teams, but he's proved it in the past that he's able to win. Like on the 2017 Cavs team, he he made it to the finals without like a solid like team around him. I guess to the point where you mean? yeah, 20, 2017, 2018. That's that season. So. I mean, um, that doesn't. So what? He he made the finals. He didn't win it. That's the ultimate goal. I know, but now now they're actually yeah. Now now there's a Nets team. So, but exactly. I feel like at the same time he's still not the favorite. So, I I, I don't know. I, I I think everybody's just kind of overhyping the Nets a little bit because they picked up these big names. But um, Laker fan Lamarcus Aldridge aren't like 2012 like Laker fan Lamarcus Aldridge. If you know what I mean, it's. It's like 2021 right now, and I think if LeBron and Anthony Davis are healthy, the Lakers are should still at least be like considered the favorite or tied for the favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a valid point. James James Harden's been playing like, like he's been playing like better basketball than I've seen in a while because he's playing a lot more efficient than he used to play, and he's feeding his teammates the ball like a little bit more than. Um, I like more than I've seen in the past, I guess. Um, that's a good point. What about the magic? They sort of traded away all their 
like franchise cornerstones or whatever, or top players at the trade deadline. Uh, what do you think about the trades and where they would go in the future and the teams that made the trades, like the Bulls or the Magic or the Nuggets and all that? So, um, well, Evan Fournier got traded to the Celtics, Aaron Gardner got traded to the Nuggets, and Vucevic got traded to the Bulls. And um, I think the Bulls, for sure, that was a really great move because um, Wendell Carter was – he's okay, but I, I didn't really see that much potential in him. And um, Nikola Vucevic is a really great player, and he can take them over the top, especially if they want to contend for a playoff spot. And then for the Nuggets – I think it was another really great pickup because they lost Jeremy Grant in the offseason to the Pistons, and Aaron Gordon kind of fits that role that Jeremy Grant was in, and he's a really solid player as well. But then for the Celtics, I feel like their major problem is not their perimeter. It's their um, big men, and picking up Evan Fournier, I feel like that's not necessarily the solution because they're just adding more scoring to their perimeter, even though they are If they go have. small, if they go small, that has been proven to be the way to go in the future. So what if you get like Tatum or Brown to play bigger than they are and get get you some more rebounds and stuff like that? Would that be a substitute? Plus, I mean, I can see I can see the 76ers sort of tormenting them when it comes to that. But a team like the Nets can't do that. DeAndre Jordan isn't gonna be the one who feasts off of your smaller roster. And B, yes, I agree. That'll be a huge problem for them. But otherwise, I don't see it. I mean, do you even consider the Celtics contenders at this point? Because like the Bucks, the seventy, I mean Bucks, seventy sixers, and Nets. I feel like are the teams that are better, just especially. I mean, if it was, this is the beginning of the year, considering where the Celtics were and how in the beginning of the year everyone else was taken taken by surprise by how much uh, Brown had improved, I certainly would consider them contenders. But they've just been losing so much, and yes, I sort of want to hold out hope that this team has more than what the than what is being led on by. Uh, their record and how they're a team that's better than their record. But same goes for the Raptors. I, I think time sort of might be up for this team. And I think maybe in a few years, like a half decade or so, we could look back at the Celtics team after maybe Tatum or Brown reach their prime or towards the end of their prime and see if their championship window is closed. We could probably rev- uh, uh, wonder whether or not they should have pulled the trigger and traded some of their assets and stuff like that. Because I mean, yeah, like I don't see them winning a title. No, they, I've, they, they failed on the Paul George sweepstakes back in a few years ago. They failed on the Anthony Davis sweepstakes. Like I think, I mean, the Celtics have this problem. I think the Celtics always had so many assets that if they really wanted to, they could have put forth trades here and there, and the roster just seems so loaded all the time. I, I just think they were reluctant to pull the trigger. They were thinking, oh, well, what if one of our guys go, turns into the next Anthony Davis or something? And then we also give up a huge haul on top of him or something like that. Like, I think Jalen Brown was about to be flipped for uh, Paul George, which I guess now with hindsight, that would be fair because many people would say Brown is even better than Paul George at this point in time. But I don't know if back then that would have been the right move with Kyrie Irving and Hayward and all that. Maybe you should have had the yeah. the the solid veteran who instead of the young guy who has the potential to become the solid veteran. I think um, even even though they've been having a really bad season, the East, like my opinion, the East only has like three teams that are like 
insanely good. And like they're only they're actually in two games out of the fourth seed because the fourth seed is twenty four and twenty two, which is the Hornets, and they're twenty three and twenty five. So so they can actually like push up to the fourth, but at the same time, like we said earlier, I don't think they can compete with the Bucks, the seventy sixers or the Nets because those teams just seem more superior to them, if you know what I mean. Yeah, sort of. And then for the Magic, I'm going back to them. I think it was a good move for them because I feel like every year they're kind of like in that spot where they're like the ninth seed or the tenth seed, but they never really get a good enough pick. They always get like the no man's ninth or tenth like pick. The zone, yeah, where you're not and, contending for proper like good picks. Where you know the guys you draft, unless you hit home runs or find gems, which doesn't happen much, uh, those new guys you bring in aren't going to be able to replace the guys who leave in free agency or the aging of your stars. And on top of that, it's not Los Angeles or Miami. It's not a great uh, uh, top free agent destination. So you won't be getting many players by way of free agency. And then you're also not competing. So what's all this worth? Why are you not intentionally losing to if you're, if all you're going to do is get swept in the first round or something like that? Yeah, like, if you think about going to Florida, you're going to think about going to Miami. And then um, also talking about the Miami Heat, they just um, brought in Victor Oladipo. And um, I don't really know if that was that good of a move because you don't have, like, too many people. as good as people think they are. I think last year was, based on what I'm seeing this year, I think last year was sort of an anomaly or an overachievement. And I think it's quite possible... And I mean, maybe that's that's because you have to put them against other Eastern Conference teams, uh, and I'm mainly talking about the Nets. And you just stack them up, and you think, well, there's no, there's no comparison. The Nets are just way better. But I think maybe the Heat were sort of overhyped after last year. I mean, yeah, I think the bubble helped them, and at the same time, um, this year I think. I don't know why, but I feel like teams have, like, just seem, like, better than them for some reason. I think maybe the 76ers really improved. The Bucks are still the Bucks. They haven't really got better or got worse, necessarily. And the Nets, the Nets just, like, got uninjured, and they came back, and they've picked up hard, and they're just, just looking good. insanely strong. Yeah, the Nets yeah. look good. The 76ers look a bit better. But, quite frankly, I, I don't think Embiid will make much noise in the playoffs. I think... There, if I had to be give a completely honest, yeah, completely honest thing, they're a second round exit. Uh, they're a second round exit, late second round exit, and then Darren Moore will probably trade Simmons in the offseason for someone. Yeah, um, I I kind of I kind of think the same way because I feel like if they go against the Bucks, like maybe maybe Embiid and Giannis do cancel each other out, but. For some reason, I just feel like the Bucks can beat them in a series. Like, the Bucks like that'd like be a good the, matchup. The Bucks like the proven commodity. Yes, they fall short in the playoffs every year, but they're also considered the top team or one of the top teams every year now for the last three, four years. No, and I, I think that the Drew Holiday picked up, I don't know how much it would make an impact in the regular season, but if it makes a good impact in the postseason, that could take them on the 76ers. But at the same time, if the Nets... Are the other team that they go against the Thomas Finals, unless yeah, the Nets have an injury, yeah, compete with the Nets. I think but... that 
right right now the Nets Lakers finals because the Nets sort of seem like the clear cut favorite to win the title, not only in the East. So maybe we should compare the the Seventy Sixers and the Bucks and the Celtics and the Heat and all the other Eastern Conference teams to each to one another, and sort of leave the Nets out of this for now. Yeah, no, and if the Nets go against the Lakers, they actually have an advantage because the Lakers like. If the Lakers start off the playoffs as like the fourth or fifth or sixth seed because of their injuries and stuff, they have harder. They have to like work up the yeah. playoff bracket, and they won't have to. They they they, they probably won't get sweeps because they have to go into like another town, another city for like the first two games. They might lose one of them, yeah. and then it it kind of just works in that favor. When you have a thirty-six year old leading the show, you probably don't want that happening. I can actually see the Nets sweeping all the way to the conference finals because. Maybe the 76ers or Bucks might win like two games against the Nets, but I don't think any other teams can even win more than one. Like the Nets can easily make it to the conference finals in a quick time and kind of have more rest than these other teams. Yeah, I don't, I don't see can... any team in the first round even taking a game. Yeah. It'd, it'd be kind of interesting right now because the Celtics are the eighth seed, so. Imagine the Celtics Nets. First I think yeah, the Celtics could take a game or two, but uh, quite frankly, I don't think they will. I think they can, but just given by the way they're yeah. playing, if they're the eight seed, odds are they'll play like the eight seed because it's not like injuries or something where, again, like LeBron or AD go out or both of them go out and your team is actually much better than what the record says because those two guys weren't there to bolster the record. But yeah, the Celtics have been healthy, so they've got no excuse. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, the the Nets like they also I, I don't know if they're actually gonna get that much better with Kevin Durant coming in because he's gonna have to take some of the like James Harden's kind of like has a team to himself right now like even with Kyrie has been out for like half the games too but um when Kyrie and James Harden are playing I think they've only lost like one game they're like almost unbeatable like when the, when both of them are playing and um their team is just so solid right now like. Because even if they don't have that good defense, their offense is just so talented. They win all these like close games. Like every single one of their games goes, isn't they never blow anybody out, but they always win the close games because their offense is just oh, super not talented. Not even close games. I think they're always winning games by like ten points, twelve points, nine points, stuff like that. Like solid wins, so where you don't have to like sweat at the end, and then you're also not being dominant and destroying teams. Yeah, and I think. They just got the first seed for the first time, and like they finally took it away from the 76ers. And I don't think the 76ers are going to get it back because with them being out, and um, they're just the worst team. I don't know. Like, and then that's are going to hold on to it for the rest of the season. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, then uh, that's that's about all for this episode of the Mentorship Podcast. Make sure to catch us in the next one.